Nobody like you. Search the world. 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 Nobody like you. Praise the old King of Kings. I bless the old Lord of Lords. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord God. Everybody said, Praise the Lord. Let's give God a big hand. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank God. Matthew 123, it is written that his name should be called Emmanuel, which being interpreted. God with us. God with us. You may be seated. The Lord bless you for just a few moments. I want to tell you that I have been, Seems that Fel and I have been visiting with Brother Small and having prayer with him and going into that dungeon-like critical care unit. And uh, we in praying for him and believing for him and trying to look past big old giant things stuck in his head, another thing over his mouth, and I guess some form of respirator, and some things on his feet and ankles and shins. And uh, But I we've kept in touch with Sister Small also. And uh, she called me today, and she was very excited because she said that He's responding, and he was uh, communicating with them. And this is a big thing, a big thing. Amen. A big thing. And that tomorrow they're going to take that thing out of his head, and they're not going to put it back in, they said. Thank God. Thank God. Amen. Thank God. Thank God. How great it is to have God with us. How great it is to take him everywhere you go, that he is with you. Isn't it wonderful that he gave us a new heart and a new spirit through the born-again experience? 
And here we are in a world that's filled with darkness and confusion. And people, I'm thinking of Jeremiah when he said, Ask ye for the old path, wherein is the good way. And he said, Walk ye there in it. Very important that we recognize the old path, not meaning old-fashioned, not meaning dowdy or outmoded or something like that. It's talking about that experienced path. It's talking about that path that's tried, tested, and proven, and that you're on something that is solid, something that is right. There are people all over the world that always think they've got a brighter idea, a better idea. And they come up with all kinds of schemes and ideas. But I'm going to tell you what. You look to Jesus. You look to having God with you. You look to that tried, tested, and proven path that, that men and women have walked on and lived for God that you're surrounded, the book said, with so great a cloud of witnesses. Men like Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Moses and Ezekiel, Job, oh man, you talking about a group like Deborah and Huldah and Mary, the mother of the flesh, you talking about people, friend, that went through it and lived for God, kept their heads up and their hearts and hands up, and they saw God come through. Amen and amen and amen. 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 People that would rather live in dens and mountains and caves than they would to compromise or to let down or let go of God. That no matter what they had to go through or suffer or tolerate and put up with, the main thing was God is with us. God is with us. Not because we as an individual are anything, because but God has a plan. God has a church. God has a people. And you want to be among that people where God is in the midst. Where God is dwelling. Where the God that dwelleth between the cherubims is in your heart. Amen and amen and amen. Oh yes, how great he is. How marvelous he is. How wonderful our God is. Amen. He's, he's God with you in the hospital. He's God with you on your job. He's God with you in your difficulties and your challenges and your hard times and your problems. And you know what? I like to thank him for health because he's not just in the hospital. He's there every day giving you health, life, and strength, and encouragement, uplifting. He's there for divine protection. Oh, yes, he is. He's a great God. He's a mighty God. We had a brother when I was brand new in the Lord. He drove a, he drove a you know, a big truck with a long bed on it and one day his job was to deliver a load of dirt one of those big long things you know and, and that he had backed up and he did the levers and the procedures the hydraulic I guess and made that thing go up and he the dirt was going out well you know there's a point where usually a little bit gets left and they have to pop the clutch a little bit move forward and juke it out of there and, and he said he he went to do that and something stopped him, and he was like, what? And so he thought again, and he started to let that clutch out again and stopped him again a little stronger. And about the third time, he said, all right. He said, let me. So he put a neutral and put the emergency brake on and opened the door and got out of that truck and looked up, and he was about to 
drive that truck with the top up right into a high power line, and he would have been killed instantly. I'm telling you, God with us. He's with us. He's with us. He's with you in the trivia. He's with you in the smallest details. Yes, he is. He's in your life. Amen and amen and amen. Amen. Brother Weekly said, don't want that broad path. That's right. We want that straight and narrow. We want that restricted path. I want the restriction of the Lord. I want the hand of God. I want God to tell me no and stop and go here and don't go there. I want to hear from God. Yes, I do. Amen and amen and amen. I was at a service one time. It was an outdoor service. We had a pavilion. There was no sides, lots of mosquitoes, and uh, we didn't have any concrete floor. We had sawdust, and uh, I, uh, somebody got my attention and gave me a signal to remove myself from where I was at and to come in closer under the pavilion. And so, you know, at first I felt that, that old ugly spirit, you know, who you tell me, and what are you telling me anyway? And, but I pushed that away, and I just said, you know, I'm just going to be obedient. I'm going to do what I'm told. And so I moved on in, and I sat down. And it wasn't long after that, the preacher that was in the pulpit made a statement, and he turned as if where I was, only I wasn't there. And when I wasn't there, he had to stop. He was about to, evil was determined against me is what it was about. Evil was determined against me. And because I listened to the voice that God sent, God removed me out of the path of evil. I want to tell you something. God is with us. If you'll be willing, as it's written, and you'll be obedient, the book said you can eat the good of the land. And the book teaches your sins can be forgiven, and they can be made white as snow. Everything can be taken care of in your life. God, help us to keep our spirit right, to keep our attitude right, to where God can be in our midst. He's not going to dwell where things aren't right. He's not going to be there in your stubbornness and your pride. He's not going to be there when you're just having your way and doing your thing and you're only concerned about you. Oh, my friend, he's not going to be within a million miles of that. He's just going to, like uh, Hebrews chapter 6, if you want to get God in your life, then you better go back to the place where you left him at and pick him right back up. And ask him to pick you right back up. Otherwise, it's impossible to renew somebody to repentance. You can't go back through the born again experience again. You've got to go to 1 John 1 and 9. And you've got to confess before God. And that he's faithful and just to forgive you of your sins. Oh, yes, he is. Oh, yes, he is. There's no reason to follow anybody or anything that leads you to sin. There's no reason to go in the wrong paths and find yourself being in a situation where God's not in it. You don't want that. You want to have God in your midst. Many in the Old Testament, the setup that was there under the law, and remember the law came by Moses. So God chose to use a man to give them what they had. Grace. And truth came by the man, Christ Jesus. We have grace and truth because he came in the flesh. Because God 
was manifest in the flesh. And so I say to you that under the law that came by Moses, the Scripture teaches that there was priestly garments and there was a certain order of service that Hebrews called it, as we look back, called it a worldly sanctuary. Can you imagine that? The glory of it all. And that was a good glory. But there came a glory that exceeded it. You know that, right? That's your New Testament. And that's us getting changed from glory to glory. From going something old to something new. Something that the people said, put a veil on it, Moses. Put a veil on it. Some people want to put a veil on their head. You know, ladies, I love your hats, but I just want you to know your covering is your hair. It's not a piece of cloth. It's not anywhere mentioned in 1 Corinthians 11 that deals with a woman's hair and a man's hair, okay? Your covering God gave you is your hair. Everybody said amen. amen. Well, didn't know I was going to say that, but there you get it. No extra charge. So they would go to the priest, and they would ask him, we've got a battle ahead. Shall we go up? And the Lord would answer through the priest and would tell them whether to, whether to go and how to go about it, and that he was going to be with them, and they were going to have victory. And, of course, there came a time when Joshua, who was a great, given great insight to military strategy and how that they had fresh from a great battle. And, brother, they were, they were happy about it. They were just, whoo, we whooped the socks off of them. Let's go do that again, Joshua. Come on, man. That was fun. And so they all geared up. Headed up to AI, and they got the socks whooped off of them. They come back with their ears down, their tail between their legs, so to speak, dragging their swords, and the horses' heads were down. And What in the world happened? Well, there was a problem. A law had been broken. God's word had been transgressed. And God said, y'all can go on up if you want, but I'm not going to be there. God wasn't with them that day. And, you know, sometimes, I remember as a young preacher, and uh, we had a youth service, and um, I was asked to come and say something. And, and so I, I had been enjoying great anointing, and God had been so good and kind to me as a brand-new person in the Lord. And, uh, well, I got up there that night, and nothing happening. Not nothing happening. It wasn't nothing but retarded. And <laughs> And I want you to know, I just went and sat down. And uh, I went to my pastor and I said, what happened? He said, well, God just wanted to show you the difference between when he's with you and when he isn't. And, boy, I went to God and said, I got it. I got it. Want you with me. Don't like it without you at all. I want you. God with us. His name shall be called Emmanuel, God with us. We want to have the right attitude. We want to maintain a prayer connection. We want to worship him in spirit and in truth because we want God with us. Everybody said amen. Give God a big hand, will you? Amen. 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 While you remain standing, because I'm going to close, and if you remain standing, that'll help me, because if, if I go on too long, then when I get home, I'll get it from the boss. She'll say, yeah, we were standing again. 
Oh, brother. So I don't want to get sent to the corner with a little dunce hat on, so I'll try not to keep staying too long. But uh, I remember a lot of different instances when God came to our rescue and worked things out because he was in our midst. And he wants to dwell in the midst of his people. Okay, he wants to be right in the midst of us. And I want you to believe that. And I want you to have good faith in him tonight as we are so thankful for the many that have been healed and the miracles that God has done and the things that he presently is right in the midst of doing, right in the midst of doing. Let us continue to believe him. Let us continue to trust him. Let us continue to have faith in him. No matter what it looks like, there's times when it's going to be very dark overhead, and there's times when the, the stars are going to be blotted out, and the, the lights of heaven, if you please. But you can pray, and you can ask God to turn on the bright lights of heaven, and he'll do it. You can pray, and you can talk to your Father. Amen. And he's, he's telling you, I'm going to be with you. I'm going to be with you. I've committed myself to being in the midst of my church. You read Revelation. He was in the midst. He was in the midst. He was right there with the angel, the pastor of the church. He's there. Amen. And everybody said, praise the Lord. And I, I want to stay with God's teaching so he'll be with me. I want God to be in our midst. I want to do what he wants us to do. He's a great God, and I hope you'll believe me tonight when I tell you that. And he knows how to minister to every need right here, right tonight. Everything that you've got before him, he knows what's best. And if, he's, if he says no, it's for your best. And you want to have faith in that. And if he says yes, well, you'll jump a little higher, I'm sure. And you'll be just a little bit more excited as God comes through for you. Everybody said amen. amen. All right, take a moment and let us pray. I've got a prayer before God, looking for an answer tomorrow. Let us pray together. Thank you, Jesus. I love you, dear God, and I praise you, O Holy Father. Thank you for those that stand behind the senior pastor. Thank you for those that stay in the path that's right. O God, O God, the tried, the tested, the proven, that which is proven out to be of God and to be good and to be blessed. I thank you for what you've done by us and through us. I thank you, Lord God, for my pastor and all that he imparted to us, O holy God. I do thank you, Jesus, and I do praise your holy name, my heavenly Father. Your great God, the mighty God, the holy God, there's none like thee, O Lord. Thou alone art God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, dear Jesus. Thank you, holy King. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Thank you. Somebody said, praise the Lord.